But you can't do it by yourself. It's going to take that daily time with God. I'm going to tell you, this now the Holy Spirit just said this. I didn't say this last week. If you're not spending time with God daily, you're not going to change definitely. You're going to have, you're going to have change that's going to last for a few days, last for a week, last for a month. But then when pressure come, you bounce right back to who you were. Every time pressure get on you, you bounce back to who you were. And you're frustrated with that life because, because you think you've changed, but you ain't changed. Because with pressure determines who you are, not when things are going good. Everybody can ha- uh, 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 hold it in a row when things are going great. See, it's when pressure comes to determine who you are. And the, and, the, and, the, and the devil allow you to go through a little season, a month or two, where ain't no trials. And you're like, my, my life has changed, girl. I got this good life. But then, boom, you get hit. And then you bounce back and you're feeling ashamed. But the reason why is because you weren't spending time with God daily. You, you, were, try, you, were, trying to, uh, you were trying to get around the process. The process is daily. The process is daily. And as you put it in you daily, you start operating from your subconscious mind and not your conscious mind. See, winners don't operate from this. They think from here, but it's something underneath, something underneath that that just, that just keeps them pushing no matter what happens. Because that subconsciously, they're so connected to God, they just keep on going. They don't even know how they do it. They just keep on moving. Because it's the power of God in them that continues to push them forward. Even when their mind is like, what the heck is going on? And this is what the daily thing does. Everybody say daily thing. Everybody say I got to put off the old man. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. That you concerning your uh, that uh, that you put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which goes corrupt according to deceitful lust. Everybody looks at, listen to that deceitful lust. So things come to make you feel lustful, but it's, it's deceitful to try to pull you out of where you need to be. But that's good. It's deceitful lust. It is to deceive you to think something that's not right. It's deceitful lust. It's to deceive you. It wants to bring lust in your life and deceive you from, listen to this, from the truth. Everybody say from the truth. Everybody say deceitful lust. It comes to deceive me. Listen to me. The devil, this is by the Holy Spirit. The devil loves to play on your heart. He knows what's in your heart. That's why you, that, that, that's why you got to allow the principle of the word to stand when your heart wants to go left or right, when you know what you're supposed to do. Amen. Because your heart will pull you in a direction and you know it's the wrong direction. But you say, this is what I feel. This is how I am. No, 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 no. That's not who you are. And that's not who you are. That is a stronghold that has to be broken in your life. Amen. And you cannot move by your feelings because if you move by your feelings, it will take you in the direction by, of deceitful lust and lead you to destruction. And destruction is not death. It means just a messed up life. Amen. Destruction is not death, just a messed up life. And God allowed you to go into that because you know better. Amen. Are y'all with me? Glory be to God. And uh, a deceitful lust and be and be and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on. Everybody say put on. Who put it on? Who put it on? Who put it on? Come on, say say me. Everybody say me. Me. Everybody looking at me, say me. Me. Come on, point yourself, say me. Me. Say I put on a new man. It's my job. It's my job. job. Whose job? 
Whose job? Whose job? God's job? You sure? Praise the Lord. You know that, huh? It's my job. We see it in the scripture, don't you? You going to put on. You know, I, I was hearing uh, uh, Ivy Hill. Y'all listen to his message. And, and, and I grabbed something that I, that I hadn't grabbed before. He said, because the Bible says, fear not. You have a choice whether to fear or not. Because it wouldn't say fear not if you didn't have a choice. You have a choice whether to receive the fear or not to receive it. You have a choice. Fear not. That means I don't have to receive it. I feel it, but I don't have to receive it. What happens with fear is that we feel the fear and then we receive the fear. Now it becomes a part of who we are. We start operating in the fear. Just because you feel fear doesn't mean you have to receive the fear. Everybody feels fear. We all go through different things, but I don't have to receive. He said, fear not. That means I'm not receiving what I feel. You got to get to a place that you don't receive what you feel. You have to get to a place where you don't receive what you feel when it don't line up with what God is trying to do in your life. Are y'all with me? I'm preaching, Ben. You saying amen? I got me one amen over there. Come on, talk to me, church. Are y'all hearing me? Stop receiving how you feel as your own when it don't line up with God. Reject it. What I do? What I do? Who has the power to reject it? Me. Who has the power to reject it? Who? Me? Do I have power? Do I have power? Don't ever say you don't have power again. I have power. I have authority. I'm saved. I have power. God has given me authority. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to stop saying I don't have power. (sighs) Give me a hand praise, please. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Everybody say I'm winning. I'm telling you, this, this, this is life changing. All you got to do is grab it. Life changing. Let me finish the scripture. I got to get into today's thing before we close. I got to get into today's because we still on last week. <laughs> but we got to get this. Amen. We got to get this in our spirit, man. Ain't no use in me going to new stuff if you don't got the old stuff. Ain't no use of me preaching something new if you ain't got this. Amen. You got to get this in your spirit, man. Everybody in here can win. You know, I heard something else. You know, I've been listening to a lot of, well, I always listen to a lot of teaching, but listen to it. He said, well, if, you're, if, if you're connected properly, your life's supposed to change. If you're connected to me properly, you're supposed to change. Your life's supposed to change. If I'm prospering, prospering shouldn't be far from you. Now, if I'm a preacher and I ain't prospering, I ain't, you know, it might be something different. I'm not talking about no other preacher. Amen. But if I'm prospering and I come for nothing, baby, you're supposed to be prospering. If you connected properly, you're supposed to be prospering. And if you ain't prospering, why not? Why not? Boy, I'm preaching real good right there. Why not? Huh? Why not? I probably won't get into next week. We're talking talk about your, the preacher and he's supposed to show you how to prosper. It's right there in Jeremiah. It's right there in the book. He said, I'll give you a pass on my own heart. I'm going to show you how to live the right life and prosper. 
It's right there. Listen to listen to listen to the prophet. Uh, listen to the prophet and, uh, and listen to the word. And you should be established. Listen to the prophet and you shall prosper. That means the word establishes you. But what I say over you well, is supposed to push you into prosperity. But if you're not listening to it and applying it, it ain't going to happen. Amen. Everybody say, I should be winning. I am winning. I am winning. I am winning. Are y'all with me? Come on, let's dig some more. We digging. Are we plowing good? And that you put on the new man concerning, uh, uh, created according to God. Put on the new man created according to who? According to who? So uh, who puts on this new man? And who is a created according? God. True righteousness and holiness. That means I'm in right standing with God and I'm living right. Amen. Everybody say two sides. I'm in right standing with God. Come on, say I'm in right standing with God. And I'm living right. Amen. We got to live right. Everybody say I got to live right. Praise the Lord. We got to live right. Amen. It's important that we be living right. Can't live life of sin and think God going to bless sin. God ain't blessing sin. God ain't blessing what? You see it right there. Don't you see it? True righteousness. That means I know who I am in God and I'm living because I know who I am. I'm living right. We got to live right. Everybody say I got to live right. Amen. Now, let's go. Let's go to the day. Everybody say priority two. Man, we done went a long way already. I'm, this is where I'm supposed to be starting now, really. Amen. Everybody say uh, committing, committing to serve, to serve. and be, be a faithful church attender. Amen. This is number two priority. I got to be committed to serve and be a faithful church attender. It's in serving and commitment that God starts revealing who you are. I want you to grab that. It's in serving and commitment that God starts revealing who you are. It's in serving and commitment because it pushes you out of you. And every time you start serving, coming to church, you don't feel like coming, do, do, doing things you don't really feel like doing, and staying with it long term, you start knowing who you really are. Amen. Because you start dying. Anytime, anytime uh, you, 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 you're, this is, yeah, 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 Holy Spirit, that I'm, I'm in a place where, where I, 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 I come when I feel like it, I don't come if I don't feel like it, well, the days this, that, that, you'll never know God in the, in the fullness. Because you're living for you and not for God. God's assignment always is to push you out of you so that he can show up. Always. We are not islands to ourselves. We are not what? Now turn to Hebrews. I want you to grab this. I got two scriptures for you this morning. I may stop after this and go and we we pick it up next week. We see where we at. See what God is saying to us. Turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Verses 23 through 23 through 25. When you get us, I got the word. Praise the Lord. Listen to this. In this verse 23, I want you to see how this builds. I've studied this in my mind, and there's no way to get around this. I want you all to grab this verse 23, then go to verse 24, then verse 25. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. So now I'm saying, whatever I'm believing for God for, let me hold fast to it without wavering. Amen. Y'all see that in the scripture? It's saying, uh, he's, well, so he's talking to me personally, something that he wants to do in my life, right? Y'all see that? 
Let us hold fast to the confession without wavering. So God wants me not to waver at what I'm believing him to do in my life. Y'all see that? Now, look at verse 24. Listen what it says next. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another. So first thing it says after I'm, I'm concerned about me and what God wants to do in my life. He said, start looking at other people. Listen to this. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So now God tell me he want to bless me and he want me to stay connected to him. But then the next thing he say, well, start looking for people. Start getting around people. Start stirring up love. Start, start trying to be a blessing to others. You see it in the scripture? Y'all see it? Amen. So when, when, I need you to see something. So whenever God's going to do for you, he's going to tell you to start doing something for somebody else or still being around an environment that's going to produce something in your life. Are y'all hearing me? Y'all see it? Now, look at verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. He said you can't forsake that. First he said, I want to bless you, get with other people, come to church. Am I giving you the Bible? It's right there. I'm talking about this. You ain't got to exegete that. A third, a, th- a three-year-old, I mean, not a three-year-old, a third grader can read that and understand what that says. If I tell him, just read verse 23. Tell me what verse 23. Uh, that God wants to do something for me. Then I say, stop right there. He said, okay. Read verse 24 now. I'm talking about a third grader. What does that say? Well, it says that I should be around people. Okay, stop right there. Now, let's read verse 25. It says, Oh, that says come to church. So verse 23 says he wants to bless me. Verse 24 says I need to be around people. Verse 25 says I need to come to church. Amen. Amen. Come on. <laughs> my God, am I breaking the word down for you this morning? Amen. You got to get connected to a church. And you got to stay connected to your church. It pushes all, all the, uh, all that stuff out of you. Because a lot of times you ain't gonna feel like coming. You don't feel like doing. Amen. And then when I go somewhere, you're supposed to be going with me. You don't feel like going. I'm going anyway. I need to be up there. I'm coming. Whatever we got going, I'm coming. Because you are dying that Christ may live through you. As long as it's all about you and you do what you want to do, when you want to do it, you're never gonna live for God for real. And God can't bless you. You can bless yourself. Don't get me wrong. You can bless yourself. But you can't look back to God and say, God, when you get in the hole, God, I need your help. God said, you got yourself dead, you get yourself out. Either you're dependent on God or you aren't. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Y'all with me? Everybody say serving and commitment. Serving and commitment. Serving and commitment. Serving and commitment. You know, this is not about a person that's working Sunday when you come here. But it's amazing. It's nobody here now. It's amazing that people are in church. They, they say, I'm, God is blessing me. They're looking for a job. And then the first job they take is Sunday. They say, I got to take it. Mm. No, that's the devil trying to pull you out of pocket. It's the devil. Mr. Tony, he passed up three or four jobs working on Sundays. No, no, I'm not working Sundays. I'm not working Sundays. It becomes a seed. I'm not working Sundays. Now, if you come in working Sundays, that's something different. You believe to come off Sundays, you just don't leave your job because we're responsible people. But you don't take a job working Sundays. Talking about God, I need, I need that. This is God. That ain't God. That's a trick. That's a trick to get you out of pocket. It's a trick. It's a super duper trick. 
Has you, have you been bewitched? This is important. Because we got people doing it and they think, they're talking about it's God. That ain't God. That's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. Pulling you out of pocket because he know that you're on a roll. And he's trying to pull you out of church. You know, even one of the teenage girls, she said, she said I, 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 I messaged her, I said, we're going to see a church Sunday. She said, you know, it's interesting that before I was coming to church, they never had me working Sundays. Now they got me working every Sunday. I didn't say nothing to her because she probably wouldn't even understand. I don't say it to everybody because everybody can't understand. They start getting offended. People get offended. You say something wrong. They're trying to get me. He just want me to come to church. Yeah, because you need to be at church. But I, I can't say it to everybody because everybody can't handle the truth. They get offended. People get offended at the truth for some reason. The truth shall set you what? The truth shall set you what? The truth shall set you what? Without the truth, you can't be free. Amen. There's no way. Listen to me. Everybody looking at me. There's no way you can put God first and come up second or third. If you put God first, you're always going to be on top. But it's by faith. That means that when I put him first, it might not look good. It might not look good today, but if I keep putting him on top, it's going to look real good. Are y'all hearing me? Now, I'm going to use this example because it's a good example to use and it's been said out loud, but it's a good example to use. Mr. Tony told us last year, he'd been in church for about four years. He said his income has doubled. Him and his wife's income has what? What has it done? It has what? Here's what? Here's what? Double. But let me say this too. When he came to church, he didn't believe in tithing. <laughs> I had to get him tithing. But when he got to tithing, God blessed. Because he's, listen to me. If you would do it God's way, if you could, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. See, Tithing is not a one-time thing. thing. It is a life commitment to God. It's saying, God, I believe you can take care of me. No longer am I trying to take care of myself. That's that's the next point. Let me keep going on this point. (laughs) Are y'all hearing me? Are we on one accord? Y'all feel me? Praise the Lord. Now, 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 now. Listen to that verse... uh, and let's consider one another. I read that in verse 25. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some. Amen? Everybody say, we have to. Jesus, come to church. church come to church must be a priority. It has to be a priority. It has to be a priority. I got another one, another point for this, but I need y'all to get this. Hey man, you need to be here on Thursdays. Anytime, listen to me, anytime the doors is open, if I'm traveling somewhere, I'm talking about, I could not believe it. I know we Sunday morning. I could not believe nobody showed up on Tuesday except for the praise team. Oh my gosh. I was highly disappointed. Except for Minister Tony showed up. I was highly disappointed. I'm like, I don't hardly have that many preaching engagements. And I asked the church to come and support me. And y'all don't even show up. Hello. Amen. We're supposed to be doing things together. We're supposed to be a unit. Amen. Amen. Maybe I haven't taught us right now. I got to start teaching us right. If I go, you should go if you ain't working. So what you tired? I'm tired too. (laughs) 
I'm tired too. And I got a lot on my mind. More on my mind than you can imagine. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? If pastor going, you say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to support my man of God. You get blessed when you do that. This cannot just be about you. I, 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 evidently, I ain't said the right stuff over and over again for us to get it. Because I got it, but y'all don't have it. It's time for you to get this. If I go somewhere, you need to be where? You need to be there. Supporting. With a seed. Amen. It might be five dollars, ten dollars, but I tell you, whatever you come with, gotta give you more if you if you come with something. Don't go there and ain't got no don't then say I ain't giving nothing. I'm just going to support, I ain't gonna give a dollar. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, don't do that. I'm I'm talking really. Yes, go with a seed. You cannot outgive God. Go with some money. With the best you got. And then believe God time Sunday come around, you have some more. Y'all with me? Everybody says, I should support my pastor when he goes out. Praise the Lord. Am I preaching good? Am I teaching good? Do we understand? Let me give you this other point. On, on this one, praise the Lord. Haggai, chapter 1. Haggai chapter 1 verses 7 through 10. When you get it said I got the word. Haggai chapter 1 verses 7 through 10. Amen. Praise the Lord. We got it? We're going to stop after this. Because I'm going to leave the other two points for next week. I'm going to dig into those next week if we can get through all of them. Are y'all getting something this morning? Praise the Lord. Haggai chapter 1 verses 7 through 10. Listen what God is saying. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Listen to it. Consider your ways. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the temple that I may have pleasure in it and be glorified. God said go up, build a temple, focus on the church so I may have pleasure in it. Says the Lord, you looked for much and indeed came up to little and when you brought it home I blew it away why says the Lord of hosts because of my house that is in ruins why every one of you runs to his own house therefore the heavens listen to what it says that's why isn't it amazing you, you know Thursdays Sundays whatever day it is you work and you're like man it's the same as if I didn't even work it's like I didn't even work. Why is it? Because you, you are fleeing from the thing God has called you to do so that he can bless you. What happens is we're trying to bless ourselves. Now, everybody got to work. We know that. We know that. A man don't work, he don't eat. We understand a man got to work. But you are trying to bless yourself and to stay on God's plan of how he going to bless you. So you cutting corners, trying to make it happen yourself instead of staying with God in faith for him to do it for you. This is critically important. Are y'all hearing me? I'm trying to make it happen. I'm trying to make it. Ah, ah. That's, 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 if that's your favorite word, you know you're in a, you're in a ditch. <laughs> if I is your favorite word, you're in a what? Ditch. You're in a what? Ditch. Where you in? You're in a ditch. <laughs> and it's time to get yourself out of the ditch. Am I preaching good? Yeah. If I is your favorite word, you're in a what? Ditch. 
A what? You in a ditch. <laughs> and you got to get out of the ditch. You can't be blessed in a ditch. <laughs> you cannot be blessed in a ditch. Amen. We're going to finish the scripture. Now I'm going to close it up for today. We're going to go deeper next week. But you can't, everybody say, I can't be blessed in the ditch. Y'all getting something this morning? These are priorities. When you get these priorities right, it's going to happen for you. It's going to happen for you. It's going to what? It's going to happen for you. Now. I blew it over. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is in ruins. Why, er, why every one of you runs to his own house. Therefore, the heavens, listen to, this, listen to this, above you withhold the dew and the earth withhold its fruit. For I called, I called for a drought. And I don't want to read that part. I'm going to stop right there, verse 10. Therefore, the heavens above withhold the dew. It's saying when I'm not putting God's house first, he's withholding some stuff from me. When I'm not putting God first, do you see the scripture? All I'm ex- doing is exegeting it. All I'm doing is, I'm, you know, you can go back later and read it. It's saying the exact same thing. Amen. I'm not manipulating the scripture. I'm just giving it to you so you see what God wants you to do. So you can walk in God's plan for your life. Amen. Everybody say, so you can walk in God's plan for my life. Say, I'm going to walk in God's plan for my life. Wait till I hit the last one. I'm telling you, I'm going to really bring this thing home. I wish I could have done it all together about the pastor and how important it is for you to connect with your pastor and listen to the message and so it can take you to the next level. Committing to serve, uh, yeah, committing to serve and be faithful church attender is important to God. Amen? Amen? Listen to this. When I put my house before God's house, I want you to grab this. I'm closing. We're going to do a when I put my house before God's house, listen to this now, I start losing. I start losing. When I put my house before what? Whose house? Am I giving you the scripture? God's house always comes what? You, if you look at all through scripture, when God was doing something in somebody's life, they always had to do something before God responded. You know, the widow had to give, 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 give the prophet this. Go get the oil. There's always something that God's going to ask you to do first. He, the first he, does, he does the first thing. He gives you an instruction. The second thing is your action. Then the third thing is his manifestation. Oh, that's pretty good right there. The first thing is his instructions. The second thing is your action. The third thing is his manifestation. I need to write that down. Amen. Because that's very important. I'm going to teach that. I'm going to show that to you in scripture. First, first thing he does is speak it. The second thing is your action. The third thing is your manifestation. So two parts are yours, all three, but, 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 but you got you to speak it. I mean, you got to grab it, amen, and move into it. Are y'all with me? Now, let me bring it back around to church and bring it back around here. This is like a person say, I know it's supposed to be outreach church. So if God has released that to you, your action is to be here. Your action is to grab the word, amen. Your action is to move into what's being said to you. Because pa- pastor... Teaches scriptural messages. Then what's going to be the, the end result of that? You're going to be blessed. God's going, God's going to send the overflow to you. Amen. 
Glory be to God. Everybody stand to your feet, please. And we're going to say this together. I just want us to say this declaration together as we get ready to close. Don't miss next week. Thursday, we're going to continue to talk about discerning the spirits. It's been very good. We've been talking about it for two weeks. We're going to the third week of talking about discerning the spirits. This is critically important. And I want to say this. You got to be able to discern what's going on around you. Everybody say discern. discern. What's going on around me? You got to be able to discern what's going on around you. And God wants you to be able to discern, to look past the natural and see the spiritual. Everybody say, look past the natural and see the spiritual. God wants you to see the spiritual. He wants you to discern, 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 discern. Say this with me. Say, Father God, I release my faith potential to do and become everything you called me to do. Mm. I understand today that I have to set my priorities according to your will. No longer would I put me before you. No longer will I put me before you. Father God, as you lead me, as I see the word, I will follow the word. I do not have a backup plan. I'm all in. If you don't do it, it won't get done. Woo, give me a hand praise.